Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, uh-oh, it's National No Pants Day. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Check. Yeah. Now, you know what? I don't wear shorts up here. I don't wear sweatpants up here. I have, and I've gone out and bought these, attic pants. I got like five pairs of chinos, and I wear them in the attic. And, I, you know, people that wear shorts and shirts and ties, good for them, but I don't do that. Do you? I got a knee brace on that's bigger than your attic. What do you think? You think you can get some slim leg pants over that? Oh, so you're wearing shorts then. Okay. Every day for the you last don't... 30. 31 Boy, days in a row. I'm not paying attention. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Reds stink, the Mets come back, and Sergio Garcia has apparently had it. But we begin today with reporting that Joel Embiid may well play in tonight's Game 3 against Miami in Philadelphia. Embiid cleared concussion protocol and participated in shoot-around this morning. Embiid missed the first two games of the series, which the 76ers lost badly. Wilbon, how could Embiid's return change your outlook on this game and the rest of the series? Tone, if you told me that Joel Embiid was going to be able to function at nearly 100% capacity physically, uh, it changes certainly a game because Joel Embiid, again, I've said this a few times, was my vote for MVP this season, this regular season in the NBA. I just thought he had a phenomenal season. and He, he did that without the presence of a guy who was supposed to be the second best player on his team when the season started, Ben Simmons. So Joel Embiid has been great. But not only does he have this situation where he'd have to wear a mask, he's coming off a concussion. He hasn't been able to play or presumably train very much, if at all. He's also got a bum thumb, an injured thumb. So can Joel Embiid be a guy who can give you 40 and 10, which he did, you know, or come close to that more often than any player in the league, even Giannis or Joker. I mean, Embiid was was great. But, Tone, we're asking him to be great with all these ifs and buts. And physically, I, I don't see that. So it doesn't change my outlook. Maybe they can get a game. I hope they do. I root for him. But I, 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 don't, I don't really see that. Yeah, so they can't win without him. We've seen that. Harden right. has whiffed. Their only yep. chance is if he plays. I agree with you that he's not going to be anywhere near 100%, but I don't think he has to be at his best, just in this regard. Because he's so big and because he plays so close to the basket and he's so effective, Miami has to orient its defense around him. Until he proves out there on the court that he can't play, they got to pay attention to him. And he's a good passer. I'll give him that. He can find guys out on the three-point line, and maybe they can steal a game that way. I think it is particularly good for Philadelphia that this game is in Philadelphia. I think the fans there love Joel Embiid. Hated Ben Simmons. Love Joel Embiid. I think they'll cheer for him mightily, uh, especially after what the Mets did to the Phillies last night. They really want to win something. And I'll tell you this. If they were lucky enough to win, Mike, I think those fans in Philadelphia would think of this night in the way that I think of Willis Reed in the playoffs. I think it would become instantly 
legendary. And if they were to somehow win the entire series, Mike, uh, and Embiid wanted to be yappy, I would shut my mouth and let him be yappy because he would have earned it. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but he at least gives them a chance. Yeah, I, I think it's a bit of a fairy tale. I agree with you about the energy in the place. I look, 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 you know, I, I don't really root for anybody in Philly, but I've been in Philly for a number of big games across all sports in my 40-plus years of living on the East Coast. And no place is more passionate than Philadelphia. And no fans, if they get behind you, are better at pushing you than Philadelphia. So that's going to exist tonight. But I'd like to see him win. I really would. I I love Embiid, unlike you. I love him, and I root for him, and I hope they can win tonight. When we last visited the Cincinnati Reds, team president Phil Castellini had asked disgruntled fans who else they were going to root for and then floated the idea of moving the franchise. Since those comments, the Reds are 1-20 and and have been outscored 151-60. to They're 3-22 and overall after losing again last night. General manager Nick Crawl says, blame him. Tone, is that who actually deserves the blame? Stay with me because I got a lot of things to say in this and I got to read okay. from the notes that I've made. The general manager deserves part of the blame. He has put a bad roster out there and he's chosen the people. The manager deserves part of the blame. Nothing he's doing is working. The players deserve part of the blame. They stink. But if you ask me who deserves most of the blame, I will tell you it's ownership because ownership deliberately tried to cut payroll. They got rid of a lot of assets that they have, and I'm going to enumerate some of them. They traded gold glove catcher Tucker Barnhart. They traded all-star pitcher Sonny Gray. They traded all-star outfielder Jesse Winker. They traded all-star third baseman Eugenio Suarez. They traded reliever Amir Garrett. They let starter Wade Miley walk on waivers. They let the outfielder Nick Castellanos walk to Philadelphia. When you have an owner... When you have an owner who actually says, you know, we could be profitable if we moved, then he apologizes. The damage is done, Mike. The damage is done. I blame ownership squarely in this. I blame ownership mostly. And they set the tone. I mean, they wanted to cut salary, and they didn't come out and sort of, uh, he didn't really come out and announce it that I can remember anyway. He ain't the first owner to do that. Owner and GM work in concert usually. The Astros did that, and they made it work to their advantage now, which seems like it's not a decade, but it's, you know, it's probably going on five-plus years. The Cubs did it to the tune of several playoff appearances in a row in the World Series championship. So that, that doesn't make them unique. But the, the arrogance of it, the, oh, really, you don't like us? We'll move, and we'll see how you like that. For a historic franchise, the oldest franchise in Major League Baseball, and therefore, to my knowledge, the oldest franchise in American sports continuously is the Cincinnati Reds. And some owner, some dude who's a caretaker for five minutes comes in and does his best Marge shot impersonation of being yeah. a complete and utter sure. jerk. I, 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 yes, I'm blaming ownership more than anybody else, too. Yeah. They are a disaster right now. They are playing minor leaguers because they have 15 people on the DL or the IL or whatever they call it now, including Joey Votto, including a rookie of the year, Jonathan India. They don't have a squad, Mike. They got no squad. Listen to this statistic. The team ERA among starters is 8 
91. Eight. That's Nats yeah. land times two. In the 22 losses, the entire pitching staff has allowed more than 10 earned runs per game. That is historically awful. It's just awful, and we move on. The WNBA season opens tonight without seven-time All-Star Brittany Griner, who's still being detained in Russia. The WNBA will honor Griner by putting her initials on all 12 home courts. Wilbon, with Griner being held in Russia, how does tonight's start of the WNBA season feel to you? Well, Tony, you, you asked that in the personal. How does it feel to me? You know, we just had, saw a picture of the Chicago Sky, which won a championship with Candace Parker leading the way last year. Uh, that's m- my team. I was there for some of those playoff games. I celebrated that. And I feel there's still a, a, a good feeling in Chicago about that franchise and that team, starting with Candace Parker. But everybody acknowledges this cloud hanging over not just the WNBA, but sort of basketball and sport in general with Brittany Griner being detained in Russia. But Tone, and I know her initials are going to be on the court, and there's going to be an awareness. And there's an awareness. I mean, WNBA players, and I, I know more than a few, I mean, they have talked to people, including me, about, hey, if you talk about this, Brit- Brittany Griner, don't forget this. This ought to be a part of the general sports discussion, and I agree with them. But Tone, putting slogans on T-shirts and initials on a court, this is not social justice. This is the State Department is going to have to deal with this and is dealing with this. And, and, and sort of outside agitation is not going to necessarily move this like we might like it to. And so I, I, maybe the best hope is for Brittany Griner on May 19 or whatever the date is with this other hearing that's set, getting out that way. I can hope that's only, what is that, less than two weeks? But we, we don't know how that's going to go. And the league is going to have to play on right now, even though she's detained. We don't know anything about Brittany Griner right now. We don't know if, in fact, she had the hashish oil on her, as is alleged. And if she did, we don't know if it was planted on her. We don't know if it was hers. We don't know anything about her guilt or innocence. What we know is that she's being held in an autocratic country with whom relations between us and them are terribly strained right now. And which, what we can surmise, it seems to me, is that she is a pawn in the invasion of Ukraine. And it may turn out, Mike, that she becomes Francis Gary Powers, that somewhere down the road she's exchanged on a bridge in the middle of the night. But in the near term and the long term, there's some things that strike me. One is that she completely overshadows, as you say, the opening of the season. It's like a spectral vision that just is above everything in the short term. In the long term, the women basketball players are going to have to decide, do they ever want to go back outside this country to play basketball? Because Russia paid a lot of money, and a lot of them went to Russia. Would they ever go back there? And also in the long term, there's going to be a movement to get the WNBA to pay them more money so they never have to go outside the country. And that's all well and good if your television revenue and your gate revenue can support that. And to your other point, if anybody thinks that they know what's going to happen to this, they're wrong. They this is high-level diplomacy. Don't you don't know. No, and we got, don't. Let's we got, take a break. We got two countries that are dancing around each other in the context of war, actual war. And yes. one, one quick thing, Tony. Yes. I don't think most fans pay enough attention to women's professional basketball to understand that even the most famous and successful and accomplished women among them in that league, they go overseas all the time to play. 
make more money. And they are in curious circumstances money. every single year because yep. they make more money right. in Europe and Asia. That's so right. there's a lot. There's a yep. there's a lot on the plate here to dissect. Let's take a break. Coming up, what's the best way to describe the Mets coming back from six down to beat Phillies last night? And Sergio Garcia's grumbles about looking forward to leaving the PGA Tour. What's the word for that? I got some words I can't say on this air about that. Yeah, well, you don't like Sergio. You, you've no, never you liked know, Sergio. No, I'm back and forth. I'm hot and cold. Sometimes I like him. And then I sometimes... Right in the Interruption is brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. You may know me as Tony Kornheiser, but in this game, my name is Smith. Word Smith. What's first? Last night's ninth inning comeback by the Mets was blank. It was amazing. That's what they were called. When the New York Mets debuted in 1962, they were called the Amazing Mets. It's possible Casey Stengel said it first. It's possible that they got the nickname because they lost so many games that when they won, it was amazing. Mike, the first year they ever had a winning season was 1969, and they went right to the World Series championship, which was amazing. What happened last night was amazing. They got seven runs in the ninth inning. I want to get this number right. 857 teams in a row were down by six or more in the ninth, and they all lost. And the Mets won. The Mets are now 19-9. and They are really good, and they got Scherzer on the hill tonight. They are really good, Tony, um, and they are worth watching, and they're pretty exciting. But of all the teams I hate, and that starts with, you know, the Packers and, you know, the Cardinals, of all the teams I hate, I think I hate the Mets most because you talked about 1969. <laughs> Who did that come at the direct the expense of? Yep. Yeah. So I hate the Mets. The, the word amazing, I'll swing on somebody if they say amazing in my presence. And so this comeback last night, which I, I turned over and actually clicked on a little bit of it, it's... It's overstated. That's my word. Because 800 teams, okay, so what? So it's like a season or two? It's not historic. The Mets must have other milestones that they've hit for the first time in 30 years or 40 years or even 60 years. This isn't that. 
And this is just one of those yeah. things that networks, oh wait, anyone in particular, have to put a crawl and say it's the first time in 383 times that people under 24 have done this against people under 23. Yeah, and it's all overstated. It's just all overstated. They're actually amazing. They're actually amazing. So Jimmy Qualls, 1969. What's next? Sergio Garcia's comments to a rules official yesterday were blank. Valdictory. He's out of here. We don't have Sergio to kick around anymore. Turns out <laughs> that the point he made about having enough time to look for his lost ball on number 10 at Avenel yesterday, he was correct in that, and the PGA later conceded. But the headline wasn't that. The headline was this sentence. I can't wait to leave this tour. A couple of more weeks, and I don't have to something with you anymore, deal with you anymore. So this was goodbye, PGA. This was hello, Greg Norman. Hello, Saudi Golf League. Now, Sergio could have left yesterday, or he could leave today, but he stands to make a big chunk of change at the Wells Fargo, which is at Mr. Kelleher's club. So he's sticking around for that. And you can hate Sergio if you want, but you, you have to concede this. He's a great international star in golf. He is a Masters champion. He's a great Ryder Cup player. He's all of those things. He could never get near Tiger, but nobody else could either. He's a star. He's box office. If I was back there at home and I was going to go see anybody in the field there, I might say to Matthew, let's go and let's follow Sergio. Sergio is alternately, Tony, a nuisance and just a pain and a whiner and a great star. And, but these comments are typical in a way. He, he whines. He gets in his bag and he gets whiny every few years. And I, I, I alternate myself between really liking him and rooting for him and then really just saying, enough of him. Get out. And you know what? You don't have to be here. They're paying you to be here. And so now they're doing you a big favor because you've been on the PGA Tour. And now you're going to get a bigger bag of money. So we should feel sorry. By the way. You and I have played Avenel a million times. Has either one of us been that far left off the tee on that on that hole? No. Huh? Ne- no, no, not over the creek. one of us. Not over the no, water on the be- left-hand no, side. Never. No, never. 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 That's the final word. Let's take yeah. one last break. Still to come, did your boy Baker Mayfield just lose another potential landing spot? How significant was Rafael Nadal's loss on clay today to 19-year-old Carlos Alcaraz? You gotta yes, on, a, on number ten. You gotta keep the ball on the right. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means, uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free, or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 91st birthday, Willie Mays. Say Hey Kid is now the oldest living Hall of Fame player. Mays came up to the Giants in 1951 and for the next 21 seasons, played center field in New York and San Francisco, except when he was in military service. Mays finished up with the Mets because he was still beloved in New York 17 years after the Giants left town. Mays was the quintessential 5-2 player. He could hit, hit for power, run, field, and throw. Every one of those skills produced a highlight that all baseball fans are familiar with. It was my honor as a young sports writer to cover a few games he played in. Mays finished his career with 660 homers, 3,293 hits, and a 301 batting average. The great debate in the 1950s among New York kids was who's better, Mays or Mantle? Tony, I don't have a horse in that race. That doesn't seem close to me, because like Mantle didn't do anything as well as Mays did, any category. By the way, how cool is it that Chris Paul turns 37 today and shares his birthday with Willie Mays, Chris Paul, owning these playoffs in the Western Conference right now. Own it. Happy anniversary, Jim Schoenfeld. On this day, 34 years ago, cameras caught the New Jersey Devils coach screaming at NHL ref Don Koharski to quote, have another donut, you fat pig, after Koharski accused Schoenfeld of pushing him in the tongue. Schoenfeld fashioned himself a tough guy, played 13 seasons in the NHL as a defenseman, mostly with Buffalo. He was a one-time All-Star. After that, Schoenfeld became a coach, first in Buffalo, then New Jersey, Washington, and Phoenix. Over 10 years, Schoenfeld had a 256-246-78 record and once got the Devils to the Eastern Conference Finals. I remember this incident. I was writing a column for the Washington Post and I found it irresistible. It was undeniably funny and also incredibly mean. Schoenfeld was suspended for one game and apologized to Kaharski, who claimed to not even like donuts. I remember once we did television with Sean Feld in Washington, and you wanted him to be a caveman. You really did. You thought, okay, he's going to be a caveman. I'm going after him. And about 30 seconds in, we both realized that Sean Feld was just an elegant, stylish, incredibly well-spoken, civilized dude. And it, it was so disarming to see you in this position as he went from caveman to, oh, well, maybe I was wrong. Ah, Sean Feld was a delight Happy to be trails. around. He was. Stop. Happy trails to the Seahawks for trading <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Pete Carroll told the Seattle sports radio station yesterday that he doesn't envision his team trading for a quarterback, quote, at all. He was not specific about Mayfield since tampering rules prevent talking about a player under contract to another team. But Carroll was asked if the Seahawks would trade for a veteran quarterback with starting experience, a bill that Mayfield fills. Of course, some months ago, Carroll said he wouldn't trade Russell Wilson, then traded him to Denver. So the possibility that Mayfield could land in Seattle as a free agent if he's cut by Cleveland, would seem to be on the table semantically. Rarely, if ever, has so much been said about a quarterback who's so irrelevant to the goings-on of the NFL. It's all the time, Baker Mayfield, and so what? Let us go to the big finish. 19-year-old Carlos Alcaraz beat Rafael Nadal on the clay at the Spanish Open. Is that significant? Marty Fish thinks it could be. He tweeted, is this a real passing of the torch in real time? It could be, Tony. He's 35 years old, Nadal. It doesn't last forever. Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Who's your horsey? Okay, so I got three here. My friend Eddie likes Epicenter. The great Andy Byer likes White, a barrio. And I would like it if Messier won this. 
Carlos Correa of the Twins does not have a fractured finger as was feared, just a bruise. Is that a big deal? No. How many players have bruises all over their bodies? No, it's not a big deal. The Rangers beat the Penguins and the Panthers beat the Capitals. Both those series now even at one apiece. Your thoughts? My thoughts are that playoff hockey is really fabulous. And I think about Pittsburgh, who I picked, and it looks like um, Louis Domingue is going to be in the goal for them for a while. He's the guy that ate the spicy pork the other day. Last one, four NHL games tonight. Who you got? Listen closely. Bruins, Blues, Ning, though I'm rooting against them, and for Toronto, and Edmonton. Edmonton's going to continue that turnaround. Those are my four. You're the only person in America who calls them the Ning. We're out of time. We're trying to... Excuse me, trying to do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser, not Ning. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, Knuckleheads. You can see Greeny, Stephen A., Jalen, and me duke it out on Countdown at 6.30 ahead of Miami, Philly. And now, your sports center. I like the Rat Pack look. <laughs>